From the nation's capital to the Sunshine State. It's compelling. The high plains of Kansas and the northeast corner of the land of enchantment. It's Monday. The land of EWTN all across the Lone Star State. It's GRN Alive. Bringing you faith, fun, and facts. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Join us on the show. Call 877-757-9424. 877 757 Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to GRN Live Monday. I'm Joe McLean. It's great to be with you on a beautiful Monday morning. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Just ignore... Just ignore the two hurricanes in the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, it's just 2020. What do you expect? Murder hornets, two hornets, two uh, hurricanes simultaneously. Of course, it's 2020. Praise be to Jesus Christ. I hope you've had a great weekend. What would you do this weekend? Did you get out? Did you enjoy yourself? Did you relax? Or or uh, maybe you just caught up on the honeydew list or, I don't know, the stuff around the house. Whatever it was, I hope it was uh, a little refreshing as you move back into the week and we move further into this incredible year we call 2020 where god is giving us many opportunities to be uh to be sharpened right to be purified to be tested through through his uh, glorious and incredible uh life and fire right and i am i myself my family and i went to san antonio we were at the uh, fullness of truth conference there at the high hill country resort i'm still here actually and uh, I'm not in the studio. Uh, from what I have been told, there is a picture of me in my chair uh, there in the <laughs> studio. So maybe you get to look at that. But uh, I am live on video on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, along with Teresa Kamar from HoustonCoalition.com. Tim Mott. Janelle is there, a brand-new intern doing social media switching. Thanks for showing up today, uh, Janelle. And David Magianis is running the board. And we've got a great program for you today. I'll share a little bit about uh, the incredible pres- presenters at the Fullness of Truth Conference. Father Donald Calloway was there, Father Ken Geraci, uh, Jesse Romero, and others. Uh, it was it was an amazing event. Uh, I was blessed to be the MC of that event, and I'll share a little bit with that with you. Plus, I was in Washington, D.C. last week for the Fishers of Men dinner uh, for WMET, and that was amazing. I had a great time, and I'll share a little bit about that with you. But our guest today is going to be Doug Barry. Now, Battle Ready Coalition is his brand new thing, but let me tell you, I've known Doug for years back when I used to work full-time at Fullness of Truth. He and I work together many times. He's an incredible, inspirational guy. Body, mind, and soul. That's Doug's motto. That's Doug's life. That really does summarize the spirituality of Doug Berry. And uh, I'm very excited to have him on the program to talk about his brand new initiative. But more importantly, in light of the 2020 that we are all experiencing, what does it mean to be battle ready? What does it mean to be ready body, mind, and soul? We'll have that conversation on the program today. Plus, we'll share some new pro-life news that's out. Uh, you know, there's uh, there's a, a new movie coming out with Jim Caviezel. I want to mention that and much more. So let's begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided, inspired by this confidence. I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come. Before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. And now the headlines with Tim Mott. These are your GRN headlines for Monday, August 24th. 
The uh, U.S. death toll from COVID-19 rose 2% this week to about 7,400 people, while new cases declined for a fourth week in a row, according to a Reuters tally of state and county reports. The Food and Drug Administration announced on Sunday that it has authorized an emergency use declaration for convalescent plasma to treat the coronavirus. FDA Commissioner Dr. Stephen Hahn said that the early trials indicated 35% better chance of survival when convalescent plasma is used in optimal patients. Tropical storm Marco, which has weakened from hurricane strength, is expected to make landfall in the North Gulf Coast today. Gusty winds, dangerous storm surge, and heavy rainfall are expected from Marco along portions of the Gulf Coast beginning later today. Tropical storm Laura is forecast to move along Cuba's southern coast on Monday before entering the Gulf of Mexico and heading toward the same stretch of U.S. coast later in the week, most likely as a hurricane. The Republican National Convention starts today. While some of the business will be conducted in person in Charlotte, North Carolina, most of the four-day convention is going to be streamed online. Protests erupted in Kenosha, Wisconsin, following a police shooting there of a reportedly unarmed black man, prompting officials to impose a curfew. The victim, identified by Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers as Jacob Blake, was hospitalized in a serious condition on Sunday evening after police shot him multiple times, according to local media. The shooting happened around 5 p.m. local time in Kenosha as officers were responding to a domestic incident. No further explanation was given by the police as to what led to the shooting. The Wisconsin Department of Justice said early on Monday that officers involved in the shooting had been placed on administrative leave. The U.S. Department of Justice has sided with a Vermont Catholic high school student who has said that a state program wrongly excluded her participation in a college credit coursework program because she attends a religious private school. The Vermont Education Agency's dual enrollment program allows high school students to take college courses with tuition paid by the state. Students from public schools are eligible, as are students from secular private schools and homeschooled students. However, students at private religious high schools are excluded. In its brief, the Civil Rights Division of the Department of Justice said that the student's case has shown a clear likelihood of success in claiming that the rule violates the Free Exercise Clause of the U.S. Constitution. And in some happy news, the rose named for late Pope St. John Paul II has been included in a renovation of the White House Rose Garden. The Pope, the Pope John Paul II Rose, which is a white tea rose cultivar, is included in a redesign of the Rose Garden overseen by First Lady Melania Trump, which was unveiled on August 22nd. And those are your GRN headlines for Monday, August 24th. Back to you, Joe. Blessed Veronica Antal, pray for us. Now I know you're thinking, you're thinking, Joe, it's St. Bartholomew's Day. And it's true. He's the apostle who was skinned. He, you know, so when you see him depicted in art, he has no skin on him. Uh, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in, the, uh, in the great mural there in uh, the Vatican in the Sistine Chapel, he is depicted as holding his skin there. And it's true. He was uh, martyred for the faith in Armenia in the first century. But I want to tell you the story of Blessed Veronica Antal. She's an incredible uh, heroic witness for our times. I think. She was born on December 7th, 1935. She was the uh, eldest of uh, four children in her family. She was taught the Catholic faith by her pious grandmother. How many people, I think, uh, that is a very similar story, that their pious grandparents are mostly the grandmas, by the way. Where you at, grandfather? It's time for you to step up and teach the faith, too. But uh, she was taught the faith by her pious grandmother, and she took to it. In fact, she felt called to the religious life, but her problem was, there in Rome, Romania, where she is from, the communists put the uh, uh, the lockdown on religious orders. The communists were, were severely regulating the faith. 
you know, so when the state gets involved in forbidding religious freedom, bad things happen. And we're seeing this there with so many, some of these martyrs coming out of Eastern Europe right now on the calendar. And Veronica Antal was one of them. Well, as a young woman, because she could not join a religious order, she joined the Third Order Franciscans at 17 years old. She was uh, given over to uh, Corporal Works of Mercy. She would help the poor, care for the sick. She taught the catechism to young kids, and, and she would walk five miles every single day to the Catholic Church and back. So it's like 10 miles a day uh, just to go to Holy Mass every single day. Would you walk five miles to the closest parish just to go to daily Mass? Young Veronica Antal did. But one day when she stayed after Mass to help clean up the parish, uh, she was there late and she was walking home praying her Holy Rosary when she was accosted by a neighbor who demanded that she uh, perform sexual uh, acts. And she said no. And he stabbed her 42 times. And she died. She is considered a martyr for chastity, and Pope Francis uh, beatified her on September the 22nd, 2018. She died on, uh, I think it was August the 24th, 1958. Blessed Veronica Antal is an incredible witness to purity and chastity and to faith to the point of martyrdom. What would we be willing to do to give in order to get to heaven? Would we be willing to give everything up? Would we be willing to defend our purity and our chastity just to get to heaven? Because getting to heaven is far more important than living another 80 years on this planet. Blessed Veronica Antal, pray for us. Princess. Good morning, Saint. I almost called you Saint Teresa. <laughs> I've been a, lately, I've, I've had a habit of that. Teresa yeah. Kamara, Houston Coalition, thank you for being here. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not dead yet, and that's, that's what it's going to take <laughs> for me to be able to be sainted but we all want to work to be little s saints so that's very important in our in our journey because we we don't want to shoot for purgatory because we might miss it so aim for aim for heaven um but as far as yeah it's it's a great morning and i'm i'm super excited that you're joining us even from a distance and to hear who the amazing speakers were at the Fullness of Truth conference. That was yes. a huge, huge, yes yes. important part of my formation whenever I was really? a preteen and a teenager and just giving me a lot of hope whenever I was just like, I'm so confused. Like, all these Protestants are telling me this <laughs> stuff and my parents are telling me this other stuff. And it was just that moment where I was like, okay, my parents aren't the only ones. <laughs> Not yeah. that we didn't go to church and hear from all the CCE teachers as well. But um, I think one of my favorites growing up was Jesse Romero. And so I'm so 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 glad that he was he on was, fire this week. Yes, he always is. It's it's a <laughs> gift. You know, you, I mean, he's a former a former uh, sheriff in L.A. County, mm -hmm. right? And he was a fighter. He fought uh, in uh, Muay Thai, and and uh, I think he might have done some, you know, j judo type of stuff as well for like years. <laughs> so he's like a manly testosterone kind of guy, and yet he wrote a book called Mama's Boy. Oh, you know? <laughs> so I think he's the only professional Catholic in the in the world that wrote a book called Mama's Boy, speaking well, about the Blessed Virgin Mary. Yeah, and I'm thinking like that's one of the, the reasons why you know when whenever there's really strong men they they often have this deep love for their mother that's that's appropriate you know because yeah. um and so so being able to associate that with how much jesus loved his mother you know i always hear people say oh well, you, you know jewish boys really love their mamas and so um so yeah it's it's beautiful to be able to say you know you can never love mary too much because you know as long as it's in proportion with christ as god and mary is his mother then then you're good <laughs> you're amen amen Pray 
Praise Jesus. So, yeah, excellent time in uh, Fullness of Truth Conference. It was amazing to see everybody out. But let me tell you about the dinner that took place at the Bellhaven Country Club in Washington. Or actually, it was Arlington, Virginia. So just right out on the other side of the river of Washington, D.C. I was there on Thursday along with Lynn Oswald, our president, and... Uh, and Joe Schuler, our director of development for WMET, it was an amazing event. I was very blessed to be a part of it. And the crowd that came out was amazing. And, you know, it was kind of funny, right? So nobody's been to an event in, I don't know, seven months or something. So nobody really knew how to act. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, are, you're like, are we fist bump people? Are we elbow people? Are <laughs> right. we shaking hands? Like, what Wave are we doing? The how, room. How? So you once you get past the COVID awkwardness, right? Like of uh, of the masks and the and the greeting of people and distancing and all it's of like that. Like line stepping, you know, two steps forward, yeah. two steps back. Uh, how close do I get to you? <laughs> it was it was kind of it was kind of cute to actually watch, you know, endearing really because everybody wanted to be together, mm-hmm. and uh, and that was one of the points that they uh, were saying is we were really excited to be here to to get out to to socialize again to be among friends and and acquaintances and to and to really have a good time and then the program was really amazing you know Bishop Burbage is uh, was our honoree he received the Fishers of Men Award he gave a great talk about uh, the role of Guadalupe Radio Network in his diocese it was amazing and then Father Hezekiah Carnazzo from the Institute of Catholic Culture wow. uh, he gave a great keynote and I, I'm a big I'm a fanboy of Father Hezekiah mm-hmm. I love the Institute of Catholic Culture so uh, it was a wonderful opportunity for me to meet him for the first time I've always enjoyed listening to their incredible resources there so it was a wonderful event uh, on a beautiful location the Bellhaven Country Club I got to fly over it coming in for a landing there on the Potomac and uh, wow I mean wow it was it was a beautiful evening a beautiful location and it was such a grace to be there so uh, it's been a wonderful time to be with so many people over the last uh, I guess this past week you know in DC and then now in San Antonio and to promote Guadalupe Radio Network at Fullness of Truth was just an amazing honor but let me just tell you a couple things that uh, Father Calloway again on fire this weekend he was just pumped up and, and I've had the blessing of hearing Father Calloway talk in person several times but you know he re- he's on this uh, mission to promote St. Joseph we had him on the show mm-hmm. a couple of times actually and uh, we were able to sort of premiere his consecration to St. Joseph uh, and then give away his book before many other people had it. I think I had a, a copy in my hand and you walked in the door. Yes, and, you're like, and I'm like, where did you get, get that? that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly what I said. I was like, I ordered that. I didn't get mine. So, so yeah, yeah I, I finally got my online copy and my, even my parents <laughs> got it before I did. And I was like, okay, come on. Like, <laughs> so, but yeah, the, it, it's, it's a fabulous book and it is so, what, what I love about it is it's so masculine. Cause one of the things that yeah. gets very frustrating, even for women, is like, you look at this picture of St. Joseph and he's just like kind of like this limp old man who you know is like no he's not he wasn't this limp old man who yeah, was kind of like a, a third that. wheel for the holy family they needed a father so they threw St. Joseph in there you know like yeah. no he actually like he was like the first Swiss guard in a sense like yeah. he he was the protector of the king of kings and lord of lords he was the yeah. one that got Mary you know all the way to Jerusalem found her okay I can't even imagine how that was like you know being able to like where do I how do I get her into an inn? No, you don't understand. This is this is Mary. This is the mother of God, and and you can't let me into your inn. And you know, so just like the struggle and the 
the youthful vitality that he had to put into that and the and the gift of chastity that is so right. often underestimated in our culture and so often overlooked that it is such a beautiful guard for our hearts and just like and and then allowing you to have that that intimacy of relationship on other levels that are not sexualized mm. and just like that beauty yes. of like he can give yeah. he can give that to Mary in this beautiful chaste love and and I just I mean so it's it's a great book I highly recommend it yeah, it was amazing, and he really talked about uh, rebuilding the family. He talked about the, the, some of the statistics of fatherlessness in America. Mm. Within, you know, within the black community, it's up to seventy percent or more. Oh, wow. You know, so it's a tragedy, mm-hmm. and uh, and the the need for having Saint Joseph as a guardian protector of our families is greater now than it ever has been in the past. So I highly encourage you, if you haven't done so, make your consecration to Saint Joseph and his book. There's none other like it, actually. There's not a, another book anywhere in any time that's been written quite like this one that really dives deep into the role of Saint Joseph and what the uh, the saints, what the the fathers of the church, what what popes have said about the role of Saint Joseph. So pick up your copy today. I think it really will bless you in your family. And then Jesse Romero, he gave a great, he gave a couple of great talks, but his first talk was just stellar. He talked about how. Praying out loud, specifically very certain prayers, like um, the like the uh, Hail Mary, for instance, or the Holy Rosary. Praying this out loud tortures the devil. Mm. I mean, it, when he talked about that, I was like, yes, that is. It. And you know, it's amazing to think about how powerful prayer is, and it can be one of those pious thoughts and things that we say, right? Oh, prayer is your 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 best tool, and then we say that, but do we mean it? Do we believe it? Do we understand what is actually happening the problem is because we have bodies and we can see smell taste and touch things we expect a material physical reaction to things that we do and when we don't receive that we think oh well, i guess there was no effect but in the spiritual combat in the in the spiritual realm it's not a material realm you're not going to see smell taste and feel the res- the response the reaction the result of the effort but he says what's actually happening is you are are torturing the devil and the demons by praying out loud and he says when you and he gave some examples about uh when his time when he was assisting a priest in exorcism ministry uh you know that uh when he would pray in Latin. It would be especially painful for the devils. Uh, so, uh, you know, what an opportunity we have. And he really encouraged everyone at the conference to pray continually all day long. Just have a constant mind of prayer in the midst of your busy activities, your duties, your work, whatever you're taking care of kids, whatever's on your calendar today. Just be very mindful about just praying as much and as often all day long as you can. You know, whether it's the rosary, some Hail Mary or whatever it might be. Just have a conversation with God, but uh, know that your power of prayer is so effective and so powerful, and it really ought to be your first recourse uh, in the spiritual combat rather than uh, just a pious uh, platitude or something you go to at the end. But it was a great talk. And then Father Ken Geraci talked about the the effect of prayer and fasting together and making a a holy effort to include fasting as a part of your daily life. And, uh, you know, so, and then there was, uh, there was other key, 
speakers that were just wonderful, Hallie Lord and uh, and Annie Hickman, and and it was just an amazing conference. So very grateful to the folks at Fullness of Truth in San Antonio, to everybody who came out to be there. So between Fishers of Men in D.C. and this weekend, it was a wonderful time to be with so many people to promote Catholic radio and uh, and to hear these wonderful uh, presenters. Just mind blowing. But I just want to remind our, our dear listener just. Uh, it, we have several dinners still coming up that you might be able to participate in. So in October, we've got one coming up in Alabama. That might be an option if you're in the Alabama, Florida area. Come on by in Birmingham. Go to grnonline.com for the details. But also in our Midland location, which is our, our the foundation, it's the home office of all of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We're also hosting a dinner there in October. So that's going to be a wonderful event. Bishop Strickland will be our keynote at that event. So I encourage you. And and would love to see you come to that event. And then, of course, in November, we're hosting an event in Houston, Texas, as well. So you can find all the details about all of that coming up uh, at grnonline.com. Plus, there's other events. I know Midland's launching a prayer breakfast. Really? Uh, so, yeah, there's plenty of opportunity to, to begin to get out. Social distancing, and, and, and there's you know some prudential judgments and practices in relation to COVID that are going to be taking place. So don't worry. But you can find the details, and you can Contact your local uh, GRN station and ask for more details. Just go to grnonline.com. Doug Barry from Battle Ready is coming up. He's got a brand new initiative. He's going to be our guest today. We're going to have a conversation about being battle ready. What does that mean? Body, mind, and soul. Are you ready? He's got a uh, battle ready coalition he's launching today. So we'll discuss that with him. But And I know you've got some pro-life news. Yes. And, and, and in case we don't on. get to this, I just want to mention this now. In case, if we whatever we don't get to, we'll talk in the after show about but you know i am i am beside myself when i heard about this new movie that's being netflix is mm-hmm. refusing to take off called cuties which uh really shows uh 11 year olds dressing scandalously and dancing scandalously i mean in a world where sex trafficking of children is off the charts some say 20 to 40 million human beings are in slavery right now uh and jim caviezel has got a new movie coming out called sound of freedom i'd like to talk about that mm-hmm. Plus some statistics on the trafficking uh, that we're facing right now of humans. And it just blows my mind that Netflix would not see why this is a major issue and should be taken down. So if I don't get to that before Doug's on the program, we'll talk about it in the after show. But I know you've got some great pro-life news, Teresa. Yes. Well, um, just building off of what you just talked about, you know, it's so important for us to teach our our little girls and and our teenagers and even sometimes those adults around us, you know, the importance of, of. of the beauty of modesty, the beauty of, of preserving that self-gift for a future spouse. And um, so we'll talk probably more about that in the after show. But one, a few things I really think need to be covered is uh, David Delighton is back in the news. He must raise $600,000 in less than 11 days at this point. Um, otherwise, Planned Parenthood will um, be able to confiscate some more of his assets. Um, this is a huge problem since he um, was able to catch them in a sense in the act, quoting law, sending the information to law enforcement and to legislature, legislators and to congressmen about 
how they were doing illegal activity regarding um, harvesting of baby parts, including children being born alive, and then the harvesting. Um, it's very, it is graphic. It will turn your stomach, and it should. It really should. And so these people are uh, have gone after him, and the judge that is insisting that he have to pay the $600,000 or start to lose assets is Judge Oreck, who actually founded help found a Planned Parenthood. He should have recused himself from the civil case. Um, this is actually separate from the criminal case, which was um, begun through the initiative of the meeting with, between Planned Parenthood and Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris um, and Kamala wrote the the order to um, remove his the footage and um, so Judge Oreck has been keeping it under wraps has not been allowing for more footage to be released um, but yeah not supposedly there's another like they've only released about half the footage from Center for Medical Progress so um, we are likely to see more if this um, gag order is is re- you know removed um, also I think we need to keep in our prayers um, I didn't realize that the UN was exempt from the Mexico City policy so they are wow. able to promote abortion worldwide and this was one of the reasons why I get so frustrated with politics I mean there's many reasons but um, there's so many laws in place there's the Helms Amendment there's the Siljander Amendment um, there's a New Mexico policy. There's the Hyde Amendment with, with regarding inside of the United States, not using federal funds for inside to um, with, for paying for abortions within the United States. So apparently, the UN is trying to is being able to skirt the New Mexico City policy. So we're going to have to look at that. And then also the Siljander Amendment. Um, which was being used to prevent lobbying for or against abortion worldwide, um, which I'm not really happy about that either because you want to be able to protect, speak out and protect women and the unborn from being brutally hurt by abortion. Um, you have a situation now where um, there are pro-abortion lobbies pushing for the Siljander Amendment to now only prevent speech against abortion, which means that they would be able to promote abortion, but you wouldn't be able to talk against it, which would be a huge, huge problem, especially with the abuses that we're seeing. Um, and and I would highly recommend if you're interested in that, looking at that worldwide, HLI is uh, Human Life International, has tons and tons of records on that, um, all the way back from the, se- like tons of stuff from the 70s, all the way till very, very recently. So um, also, we want to keep in mind, um, as the Republican Convention National Convention kicks off, Abby Johnson will be one of the speakers, and so will Nick Sandman. And this is a big deal for the pro-life movement because Abby Johnson used to work for Planned Parenthood. She was yeah. an employee of the year. She was one of their star leaders. And here she is. She became pro-life because she saw the life of the unborn child ended in front of her. She saw the ultrasound-guided abortion, and she said, everything that I believed up to this point about women's rights is a lie. Like, we can't just have this happen. And so she has become pro-life. She's become very active. She's helped over 500 500 abortion workers to leave the abortion industry through abortionworker.com. So if you know someone who's in the abortion industry and they're just like, well, I have to do this because I have to put food on my table. And I have heard about someone stopping for an interview outside of Planned Parenthood where they stopped and talked to a silent counselor and they said, well, I have to feed my kids. Okay, well, if they need help with that, 
that, then abortionworker.com, you know, there's also pro-life work, um, pro-life groups all throughout the nation. You can check out optionline.org uh, for information and help with that because we do not want someone to ever feel like they are stuck um, going toward an abortion. Also, whether whether it's on the receiving end or on the actual acting upon it end, um, also, I thought it was interesting. Um, we need to pray for those workers um, as they come out. And I'm not just talking about Abby because Abby didn't actually do the abortion herself. I mean, she she takes a lot of responsibility for it, but um, and and she has repented of that and she's talked about that in grieving in public. But like as far as the um, the abortionist themselves, I was watching one of David's videos and the woman who was describing the abortion being done. She actually talked about how she's going to need to work out in order to be able to pull the baby apart, like as she was describing it. Wow. And and it reminded me of another interview that was done with Pro-Life Action Lee where they went through all of these abortion workers that had left even before I had ever heard about Abby Johnson. And yeah. they talked about how um, one one of the abortionists said, you know, your your hand, the abortionist's hand is only six inches from the actual baby and you can feel the baby dying as you oh. are doing it. And so it's very yeah. important for us to pray for their healing because mm-hmm. it's not easy for them. Okay, it's not easy for them to come out. It's not easy for them to talk about. So pray for Abby during this time because while yeah. she makes it look easy, there's no way. There's no way it's just easy. You don't just roll out. Now, on the other hand, you've got someone like Nick Sandman, who mm-hmm. he's been through a lot of stress, but he is coming from a very innocent point of view in many ways. Um, he he was approached. He didn't choose to be approached by uh, this um, activist Indian promoter, uh, yeah. Nathan Phillips, and, and then he was smeared for wearing a MAGA hat. You know, there's a whole other side to this, and so it's very important that both sides yeah. are able to have their voice heard at the na- at the uh, Republican National Convention. So I'm super and excited I, about that. I love the memes that say, uh, Nick Sandman, the highest paid employee at CNN. Right. <laughs> right. It's just kind of funny. But Well, uh, and then CNN was coming out and making it sound like he wasn't really paid that much. And that now he, that well, person's going to get chased after <laughs> legally because that's a, like that's goading. And there's like a whole other legal repercussion. It's yeah. like y'all just... Like you lost, okay? Leave it alone. You you picked uh, on a kid. Yeah, and exactly. speaking of ki- picking on Let's a kid, on kid, there's also I don't know if you saw the news about this seven year old who had his hat stolen outside of the Democrat National Convention. Now two people oh, have been arrested because they started seven. slugging people, and they That's stepped terrible. on this seven year old's hand. Like guys, really just. Use your common sense. You, you do not have to be unreasonable as we're talking about politics. We need to learn how to talk again in this nation. Amen. And it's so, it's going to be so critical as we move forward into this political season. Like, right. be open to discussion, be open to conversation. Okay, we're about to go to break. When we come back, we're going to be speaking with Doug Berry from Battle Ready Coalition. That's a brand new initiative Doug is launching today. We'll be discussing that. But what does it mean to be battle ready body, mind, and soul? Are you ready? Am I ready? Uh, well, we're going to discuss that with Doug Berry here in just a few minutes. I wanted to let you know I'm about to go on a two-week mission trip slash family vacation slash 20-year anniversary with my wife and children doing a retreat up in Montana. I'll be giving some talks and playing my film to a group of men up there, and I'm so excited about it. But that has an implication on the next few weeks of Jaron Live Monday programs. We're going to pass the buck over to Dave Palmer and his team in Dallas, and they're going to manage it for you. But I'll talk more about that maybe in the after show. So stick around with us. We're going to go to break. We're going to come back with Doug, but there's still more to come. So don't go anywhere. Stay right here You're listening. GRN Alive. GRN Alive. Now is a great time to call 877-757-9424. 
Catholic radio was there for me when I needed it. Even though I didn't think I needed it, it was there for me. I want everybody to know that I'm giving, not so that I can sit there and say that I gave to GRNs for any other reason, but this. I want that radio station to be there for anyone else who needs it also. They may not think they need it, but it's going to be there for them, whether it's in the future, whether it's right now. I want that radio station to always be there for them, just like it was there for me. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thank you for listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network and being part of the family. As family, we have a duty to pray for each other, and we would be honored if you would let us pray with you and for you. You don't even have to tell us your name. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, or call our prayer request line and leave us a message at 800-395-4008. That's 800-395-4008. We will be praying for you every day. Donnie, what are the four Gospels in the New Testament? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And who baptized Jesus? St. John the Baptist. As parents, we're the primary educators of our Catholic faith to our children. And if you don't know your Catholic faith as well as you should, that's okay. Just tune in daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network by logging online to grnonline.com. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Listen, learn, love, and pass it on. If you have an old gas guzzler you want to get rid of, the Guadalupe Radio Network would love to have it. To donate it to us, you can either call 888-784-3476 or come by grnonline.com and click on Donate. Again, that's 888-784-3476 or come by grnonline.com and click on Donate. Even better, we'll come pick it up for you and give you a tax receipt so you can write it off. What a great way to help others and support the Guadalupe Radio Network. May God abundantly bless you. Be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to GRN Alive Monday edition. I'm your host, Joe McLean. It is great to be with you. Praise be to Jesus Christ. What a grace and opportunity we have. I need you to ignore the two hurricanes sitting in the Gulf of Mexico right now or are barreling down. This is 2020 stuff. It's like the murder hornets. It'll come and it'll go. And, and God will be praised in all things and in all circumstances. You know, I was thinking of uh, Doug Berry being on our show today, and I reflected on St. Paul in First uh, Corinthians in chapter 9. You know, he talks about training, you know, beating the air, beating his body and, and training, but running, not to some, uh, you know, nonsensical thing, but running for a purpose and running for a prize. And that prize is to obtain heaven at all costs. Is that our attitude? It reminds me of our saint today, Blessed Veronica. I told you her story at the top of the hour. You know, she knew that heaven is the only important thing in life. And obtaining heaven and protecting her own purity and chastity. She was not willing to give that up. She was willing to face martyrdom. She was stabbed 42 times to protect that which is so precious, to obtain heaven for eternity. And I think that's at the heart and the core of Doug Barry's message at Battle Ready. That's why he's joining us this morning. Doug, good morning. Joe, how are you, my friend? Praise Jesus, I'm alive. That counts, <laughs> right? That, that and counts? That's good. And that counts. And a lot of people are happy about that because you do an awesome job on your show. So. Thanks. It's good to have you back, Doug. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. we, live, we, we live in 2020. <laughs> it's become like the yeah. meme, right? Like when we saw somebody was posting a picture of the two hurricanes for the first time in his recorded history entering the Gulf of Mexico. And it's just like you have to laugh, right? You have to just chuckle and go, oh, it's 2020. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. but I yeah, think it should do. remind us, it should wake us up a little bit to say, are we ready? 
Are we prepared? Are we holding on to this world so tight, knuckle, white knuckling this thing, you know? Or are we resolved to have faith in the Lord? Have we prepared ourselves as we've been called to? And I really think that's the, at the heart of what you are doing in your mission as Battle Ready. Yeah, you know, and this is something, you know, you and I have talked off and on over the years. We've known each other for quite a while. And, and you know, when we started this this uh, this effort about, oh, 10, 10, 11 years ago or so, you know, the goal was just to help people kind of think more about the spiritual battle and, and also think about, you know, we're, what are we doing to ourselves physically and, and mentally to kind of prepare body, mind, and soul. And then as years have gone by and as things have gotten where they are now, it's even so much more important to understand that we we have an obligation to keep ourselves, you know, trained up, hone the skills, so to speak. You know, and I like to use the King David analogy. We love the story of David and Goliath. Although, you know, when we tell the story of David and Goliath to our kids when they're small, we normally stop at the part where he hits him in the head with a rock and drops him. We don't normally go to the part of what happened next where he ran up on Goliath and dispatched his head and, in effect, held it up to the others and said, you know, who's next? You know, but David was a warrior. <laughs> You know, <laughs> he was a yeah, warrior, amen. And, he, and he's the only he's the only character in Scripture. I want everybody to think about this. He's the only character in Scripture where God says, "This is a man after my own heart." And David's a warrior, and his his warrior ability does not come from the fact that he's some massive, you know, giant beast of a man. He's he's a faithful man who has a heart that trusts God, but he trains on a natural level to be able to do what he does and do it well. You know, you didn't just, he didn't just pick up the sling, a handful of stones, and throw it for the first time that day, thinking, you know, I've got the desire in my heart to do it. No, he had the skill along with it. And it's a, it's a natural thing to consider for people is that we have skills and talents and gifts that God has given us, whether they're intellectual to the point, you know, I'm a lawyer, I'm a doctor, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a teacher, whatever it may be, but we have an obligation, a duty to, to train him up. So that, that story of David always affected me in that way. And, and David's heart, that he comes out and he says, you know, you've mocked the, 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 the army of Israel, God's army, basically, and, and not, it's not going to happen on my watch. I'm just not going to let this happen. He's willing to step into the fray, but he does it knowing that God, God is the one that's going to give him the strength, but he has to cooperate with that grace of God's strength by developing his own skill. So the idea behind Battle Ready has been we need to train ourselves. We need to train spiritually, but we need to train physically, and we need to train mentally as well, which means our, our minds. We need to understand the basics of the faith. We need to understand that it's important to declutter our minds, get things out of the way that interfere. I'm willing to bet anybody listening right now, Joe, understands, and you and I do as well, that it's easy to allow so many things in our world, and as you mentioned, it's 2020, we've got access to everything at our fingertips. We, you know, people wake up in the morning. I remember hearing a woman talking about this. She's an expert on kind of how the brain functions with regards to influence of things, uh, uh, you know, all the, all the exterior things that are coming into the brain and how it affects the brain. And she said there are many people who will wake up in the morning, and before they even sit up, before I mean, they're still laying horizontal in bed, they're on their phone. And they're liking things, they're retweeting, reposting, and it's, that's how easily we can just be sucked right into these things. So a lot of what we've tried to focus on over the years is, is even decluttering those things in your life that interfere with the way you function on a natural level mentally so you can focus on the most important things, which are being the best we can be for the glory of God so we can do the will of God to the best of, the, of our ability. 
So true. I can tell you personally how much of a struggle it is when I wake up and that alarm goes off to not immediately go and check, okay, what, what are the, where are the fires at today? What do I need to address yeah. right away? Rather, the one fire I ought to be addressing is my relationship uh, and giving, giving thanks to the Lord for allowing me to even wake up. Like, just give right. that morning offering. My, my good friend, my uh, priest friend, Father Michael Mullane of FSSP, he told me this years ago, the first thing you ought to do before your foot hits the floor is to give thanks to God. Is to just give a little, mm-hmm. just a little praise. And, and of course, you know, there's plenty of uh, written prayers that you could memorize or say or have by your bedside and read. But you can also just say, thank you, Lord Jesus, for the, for the gift and the, the opportunity to awake today, to serve you and to, and to be uh, in communion with you spiritually. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's lots of things you can do. Just pray the three Hail Marys, for instance. There's lots of options. But how often is it we just can't seem to overcome that draw to go, I wonder how many likes my facebook post had last night or you know or did anybody you know text me today or who's bashing me on twitter today you know so i mean there's plenty of things that we want to know and 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 feel drawn to that dopamine rush but have we trained ourselves to really make that first effort of the day a gift back to god well you know joe i'm sorry i just threw on that that's a key part is we have to train ourselves to do that and that's you know it doesn't just come like instinctively, you wake up in the morning and, you know, on a natural level, you're hungry, right? You want to eat something. You want to drink something. You know, you, you, that natural, you want to stretch. Your body stretches. These are natural things that just happen. We're created and, and built that way by God. But to actually wake up and want to turn to prayer right away is not always, and for many, rarely the first thing that comes to mind. So you're right. Training is a key part of that. Discipline and training has everything to do with making those things happen. Doug Barry, this is Teresa Kamara. I wanted to just go ahead and ask a question about about that, you know, as far as discipline of the mind and discipline of, of body for whenever you wake up or you're you're getting your day going, especially regarding social media. So like the temptation, we often hear about, oh, the dopamine, you know, the dopamine hit early in the morning and, and trying to, but there's also the temptation of like, oh, I'll be in the know if I can check the news. Like I'm being responsible on some level of checking the news before I even get up in the morning. And so there's like this rush of like, how fast can I get through it all? How, like a commercial, like here's my commercial. Okay, I read the headlines. I read the headline. Okay, check, 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 check. Okay, now I'm ready for breakfast. Like I, it's almost like they put in like a mental workout beforehand. But at the same time, there's kind of this, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, where you have instant gratification. You have an instant yes. check yeah. versus actually working through something. And one of the things that we're seeing a lot with um, uh, this generation Millennials, under millennials, is just this like l- challenge to really commit to something long term because we don't have the quote unquote time. Is there something that you would recommend for for these people in their twenties, thirties, and sometimes even now getting into the forties, where we're so used to the fast pace, where we feel like we have to keep up? Um, is there something that you can recommend uh, to help us slow down and commit longer <laughs> to more things, whether it's a workout or whether it's media building something family well, well without sounding i mean i don't want to sound like a salesman here that but but one of the reasons i was you know hoping to get a chance to talk about this on the show is we have a program that we've started that we're launching today uh-huh. um we have, we have a one-week window here we're, we're opening it up we've got people subscribing right now in fact the reports are coming in good reports a lot of people and it's it's actually a battle rated it's called the battle ready coalition 
the idea is to get people together to train in these areas, these exact areas, Teresa, you're talking about. Train physically, train mentally, and train spiritually, body, mind, and soul. And, and we're going to put out this, this monthly programs. You're going to get videos, uh, manuals, uh, Facebook Live, accountability, interacting with one another. Uh, me and several people on my team are going to be uh, helping to just kind of coach people through these exact things, physically, spiritually, mentally. How do we adjust this? But I guess a short answer for what you're asking right there is, is we have to, look, let me put it this way. And Joe, you're a former Marine, so you understand this, that there's an old kind of adage out there or, or a mindset that you can have inspiration or you can have discipline. And mm. between the two, what is it that gets you through the foxhole? When you're in the foxhole on the battlefield, what is it that gets you through the battle when you're in that foxhole? Inspiration and motivation. Like, for example, <clears throat> pardon me, we can be talking about this right now, and some people listening might be thinking, yeah, I'm inspired, I'm going to do something. Right. But as soon as the show is over and the topic is over, within minutes, you know, and Joe, you and I have spoken at many conferences over the years, you know what it's like, you give the talk, people are fired up on the stage, thanks be to God, you hope and pray, and then they can walk <laughs> out of that conference, get in the car, start driving home, and within five minutes, they're listening to the news, they're listening to the latest right. sports team. And, and, and a lot of what happened at that conference can go away very quickly unless the individual person owns it and starts yeah. to step-by-step step create the discipline. So, Teresa, one thing I say to people is, is, is set a certain rule for the way your phone and you interact with one another. Um, good friend of mine, Eric uh, Jenis, and Joe, you know Eric very well as well. Oh, yeah. And, uh, he, would say, he's, yeah, he would say all the time, I don't ever want the phone to be, I don't want to have a leash to my phone. Right. Now, right now, visually, people can imagine right now, yeah, I got a leash on my phone. That phone is not more than five feet away from me. They've done studies where people have started to get anxious and nervous when the mm. phone is further than four or five feet away from them, especially millennials wow. and younger people. But it's, there's a psychological connection that people start to have. How do you break that? Well, you've got to start step by step, removing it at certain times of the day for a certain amount of time, for example. So at night, put the phone in the next room. Okay, so you know it's away from you as you try to go to sleep. Some people are not able to go to sleep if their phone's not right by their bed. If you've got that problem, then, and all joking aside, you have to deal with something here that is, it, it's really got you enslaved to a degree, and it's affecting you. Um, now, that being said, I know what you mean about wake up in the morning, where I feel like I'm doing my due diligence because I'm checking the news, and I'm in the know, and I got things figured out. Now I'm, now I'm ready for the day. And I would say, look, depending upon your responsibility, like Joe Teresa, you got to get up and do a radio show in the morning, so you, you do have to be aware of some of these things. But even then, that puts, I think, a greater responsibility on you to have to place things first. As uh, C.S. Lewis says, first things first, second things second. If second mm -hmm. things become first and first things become second, we lose both. But if first things are first and second things are second, then the order from first to second flows, and you have, you know, you have something even greater. So placing God first moving them to the things of the world according to our responsibility and duty, and then mm -hmm. it flows from there. You think about parents waking up in the morning, and if, you know, all of my kids have moved out now, uh, you know, but when they were younger, if I woke up in the morning and went right to media, which I'd done, I'd fallen into that at times, and then I'd neglect feeding my kids, changing diapers, and so forth, then we know we got all <laughs> kinds of chaos in the house, right? So, so there has to be an order to that, but it has to be a developed discipline, which comes from training, and training is a day-by-day -day effort. Uh, if you don't have the day-by-day -day training, whether it's martial arts or 
or dietary or or prayerful or, or or psychological mental where you're reading certain things your your you know scripture or what have you um, if you don't do those basic day by day training they'll just kind of bounce all over mm. and it boils down to one main thing the individual person has got to own it enough to say I'm going to do this we're talking with Doug Barry from BattleReadyStrong.com, but he's got a brand new initiative out right now called Battle Ready Strong uh, Coalition, and I would encourage you to check that out. We're linking to it on our live video over on Facebook.com forward slash GRN online, but you can find it at BattleReadyStrong.com forward slash coalition. Now, Doug, um, one of my questions is, is this coalition program that you're launching today uh, maybe you can give us more of what the what is the nature of the program? What can people expect from this program? And is it just for guys, or is will this appeal to women and maybe even younger people as well? Well, you know, when we started announcing it about almost a month ago, beginning of August, we started announcing it. We had uh, we had people get on a wait list, and uh, the, I think um, half or a little bit over half uh, were women, which is exciting. Um, it's for everybody. It's for men and women, uh, all different ages. I know we've got, I think we've got some teenagers who have been locked in on there. And I know we've got some people who are in their, I think, 80s, in fact. So it's for everybody because at every level, an individual can improve spiritually, physically, and mentally. Um, we can improve by being better, better disciplined in our lives. We can improve by training physically. And when I mean physically, I'm talking about Look, if you're, if you're a, a husband and father, for example, and Joe, you and I, we talked about this. We men have a responsibility to protect and defend our homes, our families. And you have to have a plan. You have to have an idea. I would say if a bad guy is going to kick in your door in the middle of the night and you have no idea what you would do if your family's being threatened, Amen. then you're yeah. behind the eight ball. You've got to turn that around. Now, there's a teaching yeah. of the church on this. Okay. Three paragraphs in the catechism, 2263, 64, 65, break down legitimate self-defense, that it is a, quote-unquote, grave duty when people have been entrusted to your care, that you have the ability to protect and defend them. So in Battle Ready Coalition, what we're going to do is break down month by month, physically, spiritually, and mentally, how we train up, how we move forward. We are making this as, as processable, consumable, digestible, user-friendly as you can imagine. There really isn't anything like this. And again, I hate sounding like a salesman. That's not my purpose here. My point is to say, this is something, there are great programs out there. You know, I've, I've been part of them. I've taken part in some. I've, I've, I've contributed to some. I, I know there's great work out there. But body, mind, and soul, a lot of times we leave out the physical aspect of who we are. And the need for that physical aspect to be trained, even basic things like nutrition. So we're going to talk about self-defense. We're going to talk about exercise. And the exercise can be as simple as a four-minute workout a day, three days a week. It could be as simple as walking around the block. We have one person who signed up that we know that's in a wheelchair and can't really exercise. Well, we have ideas to work with them and help them get in better shape, especially through nutrition. But also you can still find ways to move to engage the body that God gave you so that you can have a sharper, stronger mind and physical ability to do the, the will of God. And, and, and this is something that a lot of people struggle with uh, when it comes to, for example, brain fog. Uh, if I pause, I go through that, uh, wait a minute, uh, you know, that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> we go through that sometimes. All the we time. We kind now. of get lost. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, there's but a I'm difference awesome. between I was gonna say there's a difference between having a whole bunch of kids and it's lack of sleep and like lots of travel, but lot versus like a choice of like I ate a ton of junk food. I mean, there is a discipline yeah. issue yeah. there with the junk food. And that's and you know, Teresa, you're absolutely right there. And those are the things with with regards to like the Facebook friend, or Facebook team that we're doing. We're going to be able to break that down for people and help people understand that. Look, you got to cut yourself some slack in some areas because we Christians, we Catholics, we can be pretty hard on ourselves sometimes. With I'm just not good enough. It's like you know what we're trying to find that right healthy balance in the middle of all of this because yeah. you're right. Sometimes you're juggling a bunch of kids and you got a lot of work. Yeah, you're going to have moments where you're going to be a little lapse in memory and this and that. But then there's the side that you just mentioned, Teresa, where we're just eating terrible. Mm-hmm. And that destroys yeah. the brain in many ways. I mean, one of the number one most addictive substances on the planet is processed sugar. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that is hardest on the brain. So we're going to address a bit of nutrition, a bit of wow. exercise, a bit of self-defense. That's we're also going to address, obviously, prayer, sacrament, scripture, lives of the saints, and how do we declutter the mind and feed the mind, learn the faith, the basics of the faith. You do not have to understand and meditate on encyclicals to get to heaven. They can help, no doubt. But you do have to know the commandments and live the Beatitudes, the works of mercy, and so forth. So we're going to get into those as well very deeply. We're talking with Doug Barry from Battle Ready. Uh, he's got a brand new initiative out called Battle Ready Coalition. We're discussing that. And uh, I would love for you to check that out. You can find it on his website at battlereadystrong.com forward slash coalition. But we're going to be going off the air here in just a few minutes uh, off the radio side across the Guadalupe Radio Network. But we're going to hang out for a, another half hour for what we call the after show. And you can watch that or listen to it on Twitter, on Facebook, or on YouTube. You can just search for us on those platforms by searching for at GRN online. I would also encourage you, you can always get the podcast version of this show. It's very easy to do. You can do it on our website. Go to grnonline.com and go to listen again or download the mobile app. It's a wonderful way to connect to the Guadalupe Radio Network. It's free. It's easy. It streams live to your phone and doesn't take a lot of data to do it. You can find it on your iOS or your Android app store. Just look for the Guadalupe radio network and when you download it and you install it you want to find the podcast go to the flyout look for podcast gr and alive will be right there and you can listen right away uh doug barry as we wrap up the radio side of our program uh give us the pitch all right it's time to put on your sales hat here give us the pitch why should anybody uh sign up for the battle ready coalition well and also how long does it last is it ongoing is it just or is it like is it there's a kind of start and beginning and end and then recycle you know go through again Yes. Yeah, great great questions both. Um, first, I would say, yes, Teresa, there is a launch window, and it's one week. It's from today, the 24th, until 10 p.m. on the 30th. And the reason we're doing the launch window is we want to get people excited, yes, and get them in. But we've got a team of people, and we're going to shut the launch window down after that week. And then everybody who is in, you're part of that team, the family. We're going to spend all of our time developing that team and working with the people. We will open the launch back up at least quarterly four times a year is the goal. Um, we do offer, uh, some, we're, we're working on offering uh, scholarships and special situations, uh, certain criteria people reach who, you know, whether it's a financial issue or uh, military vets and so forth. So we're looking at those, we're, we're putting those things in place right now. But this window right now from the 24th to the 30th is our launch window. Um, and I would say to help people understand the importance of this, I'm gonna ask people to go out to my, go to my Facebook page or my YouTube channel We've got a video out there we put out. It's like 36 seconds long, and it's me holding my grandson. And I do it, and here's the reason. 
we all have this idea that, you know what, if there's a problem, like, and I use the example of the bad guy kicks in the door or spiritually someone that's attacking, we're just going to call somebody else for help. We're going to call 911 and they're going to show up. But we all know when we're looking at the world right now, there's a lot of, you know, attacks on law enforcement, defunding police and you know, all this sort of thing out there. We have to realize that you can't always call someone and have them come and save you. And in many ways, God has not created us for that. As the saying goes, God created us without our permission, but he does not choose to save us without our permission or our cooperation. We have to cooperate with grace. We have been given free will, one of the greatest aspects or attributes of what love is. So if we love, we love God, if we love what the gift that he's given us in ourselves and and the gift of other people that God has entrusted to our care, then we should want to be the best we can be to protect, defend, guard, love, care for, all of that. So in this short 36-second or so video, I'm holding my grandson saying, look, do it for yourself, yes, but do it for those that God has entrusted to your care. Be stronger mentally, spiritually first and foremost, but also physically. Be healthier, be sharper, be better prepared, better trained, whether it's a spiritual attack, which we have those every day from the, from the world of flesh and the devil, we are hit by, by temptations. But even if it's a physical attack, you want to be prepared. If it's a car accident, you'd want to be prepared. If someone's choking and you need to do the Heimlich maneuver, you'd want to be prepared. So out of love for, your, for, for God, love for the gift that he has given in you yourself, and love for those that he's entrusted to your care, be better prepared, better trained, body, mind, and soul, so you can engage in those things in life that are necessary to help your, your loved ones and yourself get to heaven. It's just such a critical thing right now. You know, I, I mean, God bless all those out there who are fighting on the front lines for good, holy things, for freedom and for truth. But, you know, Joe, you and I as husbands and fathers know if someone comes through the door, Joe's a really nice guy. He is. I've known Joe for years. Teresa, I don't know if you know this about him, but he's a really nice guy. You probably know that. He right? seems like a nice guy. Again, uh, he seems like a nice guy. I mean, I met his family a couple of times. So. <laughs> But I, but I can tell you that Marine is still in him. And I know Joe well enough to know his love for Semper his family fi. and his love for his faith. Amen, brother. That if somebody <laughs> kicks in that door, Joe, he'll, he'll pray for him, but he's going to do what is necessary within legitimate moral bounds. I know him. He's good. He's a good man to do what he has to do to stop a threat. He's going to do it spiritually as well. So right. be battle ready so that we're ready for the fight and our loved ones can count on us. Doug Barry from uh, BattleReadyStrong.com. Just go to BattleReadyStrong.com forward slash coalition. You can get all the details of this brand new initiative and program. Best of luck to you on the program. But I don't want you to go anywhere yet, Doug. I want you to stick around. We're going to go into the after show as soon as we get off the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. And we'll continue our conversation in the after show. I want to, I want to talk about uh, that Jim Caviezel movie coming out and human trafficking in this insane film that Netflix refuses to take down on 11-year-old girls. It's just utterly diabolical, in my opinion. We'll talk about that in the after show, plus more with Doug Berry. Uh, thank you for listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network and being with us. Don't don't forget, check out all the local GRN events on our webpage at grnonline.com. Thank you for listening to GRN Alive. From the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network. For more faith, fun, and facts, join our email list. Just text the letters GRN to the number 42828. That's GRN to the number 42828. And take Jesus wherever you go this week.
Loretta House in Denton is a pregnancy resource center that serves women dealing with unplanned pregnancies. They provide free pregnancy testing and free ultrasounds. Clients receive material goods like diapers, baby items, clothing, parenting classes, and more. Loretta House is an official apostolate of the Diocese of Fort Worth. All services are provided free of charge and remain completely confidential. Many babies are saved and many hearts changed. For more information, visit LorettaHouse.org or call 940-380-8191. Blessed be God. Blessed be His holy name. Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be His most sacred heart. Blessed be His most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Amen. Uh-huh.